0: want to focus on uh, credit and uh, your farm. Actually, it's my the first time I'm hearing about your farm, so maybe we shall expand on that. Uh, And we give a a lot of time. Uh, uh, The C S conference. What are your key takeaways
1: so far? So far, yes. We are looking at how data is evolving. Okay, because the whole essence of credit information sharing is to make data available to the lender about Mm -hmm. us as as borrowers consolidated in a manner that the lender does not have to look for it and have to subject you the borrower to a series Mm of um, errands telling you go and get me this go and get me that before you can be sure who you really are okay identity information Capacity of to borrow, okay. where else you are borrowed, your attitude towards repayment. Yes, because you know attitude is a is, is a big factor. Yes, and so instead of us having to be sent back and forth by the lender, yes, we consolidate this information in a bureau, mm-hmm. and that yes. bureau then provides sure. a service to the lender. Okay, and the lender just accesses it. But now one of the takeaways in this conference, okay, is that data is evolving. Yes. Uh, what we traditionally thought was most critical is now changing. There is transaction data now yes. with our Mpesa transactions and uh-huh. other forms of transactions, which are reflecting what kind of people we really are, uh-huh. what, what our capacity really is. Yes. In the past, a bureau just was supposed to show how much you have borrowed from other or, or the current lender, uh-huh. consolidate it and see how you have paid it. But now we are realizing that uh, Let's say an example of somebody who took a solar panel, yes from yes. An, an organization called uh, uh, mcopa yes and paid, with, I think, 40 shillings every day, yes. using the PESA yes. that information may not be in the bureau. Yes Because it's not a borrowing in the traditional sense. Yes. There's no lender who really gives you money. yes But you see, you have been yes. safely. For paying ah. for this. so and like, has actually joined the credit bureau. Staff, I mean, yeah. sorry, M Copper. M Copper. M has joined the credit bureau. Uh-huh. It Except is providing information to the credit bureau that says yes. the, um, a lot, Purchasing almost hundred percent of your clients okay. have repaid the panel. Okay. And they are moved on to the next big big this item. Item. And, and it this is a good client. Yes. So when that person now goes to the bank or to the circle of the MFI in his village, okay. And they and check the credit. You don't have to ask them right many the questions. Reports, yes. They look at the uh, credit report, they think, and, and take they say, it "Wow, you, you mean, you." before he even tells them, yes. they say, uh, you uh, seem to be a weak guy. Right. Yes. You have bought, you paid so off this, you are given a bicycle bike, and you yes. are the next uh, product. Yes. And and you paid it off you. on schedule. Okay. okay, I think we can talk. Sure, yes. that's the yes. essence. Uh, okay.
0: Uh, I was going through the of draft CS national uh, policy. Yes. Uh, which, which sectors yeah. do you think uh, this policy now, is targeting?
1: As far as... This uh, policy is targeting... Uh that is concerned. First of all, it's also targeting when, when, the local. Let's begin customers. It is the asking regulators. Who actually is going to provide guidelines for data sharing by non-banks who are not regulated? Because that data is needed. When MCOPA, for example, to give us an example, lent me a panel, who is going to encourage other MCOPA data, you know, competitors to put data in the Bureau? Is it the Bureau alone, or should we, as governments, be encouraging it? OK. This is asking government to now define to who is responsible for yes. to promote this kind of data sharing and, so and set be- the standards uh, for unregulated entities. If it is utilities, you are paying your water bills very well, you are paying your electricity very well. Is it central bank and ministry of finance that should be encouraging Kenya Power to submit their data so that people can say, ah, this guy pays his utilities very well? So that's the first question that the policies begin to ask. who is responsible for? given the breadth of credit? And in this country, we don't have one regulator for the entire credit market. We have it's,
0: uh, the it's closer, sector. Yeah, for
1: banking, and, there? and maybe RA for insurance, yeah, but who the, the microfinance don't have a regulator, those that are not regulated, the circles that are not regulated, and they are in there tens of thousands. Yes. So that's the first question that police is asking. The second question it is asking is how do we standardize the data submission, monitor quality of data? and ensure yes. that when the data is submitted, it is uh, properly protected, mm-hmm. going out beyond just submission to protecting data yes. and ensuring that the data quality is very high. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, and in that case, do you feel like uh, banks and financial, banks and that large financial and those who are and financial institutions are doing enough to share credit information?
1: Mm-hmm. They are trying, mm-hmm. but because mm-hmm. a lot of them it is voluntary, mm-hmm. Um, they are not doing it as well as they should. And one of the biggest problems we have seen for the non-regulated ones okay. is that you know they only want to use the bureau for what for what you would call selfish reasons. Yes. To um, to put pressure yes. on those who are not paying. Yes. But you know credit information sharing goes beyond that. Yes. It requires that I submit data on my good clients so that those good clients can get a good score. And be able to negotiate better loans. So they are not doing enough. They are doing it for purposes of uh, debt collection.
0: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, and in that in that case, uh, our banks and financial institutions only share information on bad and performing loans, as you have highlighted. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel the data should be shared as soon as uh, as they give credit? Then mm-hmm. they update in case of default, or if the customer completes, now you can update. Is is good? This one is a bad client.
1: The beautiful thing is that uh, all banks, which are uh, regulated right now, are actually submitting both non-performing and performing data. That is a requirement of the law which has been amended. And so we are seeing already the pioneers for submission of what we would call positive and And negative
0: negative. information.
1: Uh, Now the challenge is to expand that Mm -hmm. to the the rest of the unregulated industry, so that they too can submit both positive and negative. You are very right that um, the first point Mm -hmm. of uh, contact with the Bureau Mm -hmm. should not even be once the lender has given you money, Mm -hmm. that's not even the first point. Mm Okay, let's say that there are three points now. There's the point where you have gone into default. Yes. There are those who, that's the first time they think about the Bureau. Yes. We have moved from there. Mm -hmm. We have come to the point of, you are a performing loanee, you are Mm -hmm. paying your debts, that is going to the Bureau. Yes. You want to go another step back, Mm -hmm. which is the one you you suggested, Mm the the point of granting. Mm -hmm. But there is even an earlier stage. (laughs) The point you, the moment you ask, before you are even given a loan, the moment you show interest, yes. actually that information should be in the Bureau. The reason for that is that if one person goes to 10 banks in a week, yes, and is not granted by 10 banks, yes. even before you start showing that he's uh, performing or not performing, yes. you are already seeing something about that client. Aha. He is desperate, he's is not being listened to, and there must be information that is not obvious. Yes. And also, even if they have loans which they are repaying, the moment they go to another bank just to ask before it is even considered, that information going to the bureau is informative because the current lender will be able to see that my good customer is shopping for credit elsewhere, and I should be prepared for either this data becoming heavily indebted yes. or transferring like the loan from where I am. And then I should speak to him and say, mm-hmm. if you want better terms mm-hmm. to remain in my bank, mm-hmm. let me know. Ah
0: um in the in that case uh I'm, I'm i'm very concerned about uh how we do our credit scores. Mm. Uh, what are some of the strategies we should do to expand the pool uh, the pool of the credit score mm. for like the low income as you said someone is paying 40 bob mm. which to maybe to a bank that's a very small amount but you see' a good customer they pay how how now do you increase now uh, this credit score to 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 involve not even those, even if I can pay my five bob daily, I'm a good customer, no? Yeah. Yes.
1: I think the score has many factors, Mm -hmm. and one of the factors is, of course, how regularly you pay as per contract. Okay. Let's leave alone the amount. Yes. Just the fact that you are paying your 40 shillings a day as per contract. Okay. The fact that you are observing contract irrespective of the amount. Yes is a factor in the score already. Yes. The question of amount actually is not as big a weighting in the score as the regularity of your payment. So the the amount of the volume of, of loan becomes a secondary point in scoring. Okay. However it is also given a lot of consideration. Okay. The other thing that is considered in weight in scoring as a weight mm-hmm. is how long you have had a credit history. Somebody who is fresh to borrowing will not be rated the same way as somebody who has been long in the credit market. Okay. So there are a number of parameters that are used and it is not true that uh, the amount of installment is the, uh, is the most important it is not okay. even small loans do get uh, scored very well and it's inevitable because the kenyan market now a lot of borrowing is small ticket items mm. through the mobile phone yes so the bureaus definitely are aligned to the fact that for you to score a person properly mm-hmm. you need to be uh, flexible in the amount of money that you see flowing through to the, to the, to the land? Uh, yeah. um, uh, in the
0: in this uh, CIS conference, Actually, I've yeah. seen delegates from uh, Nigeria. Yes. Uh, delegates, there's a very good presentation from South Africa yes. and yes. I think we need to learn a lot from them. We need to see collaboration with other nations as, uh, as Kenya now, CIS yes. Kenya. Will yes. you now see this credit sharing? Of yes. another, this other is our also.
1: objective that mm-hmm. a CIS We partner and collaborate and interact, engage with other countries, learn from them, and they learn from us. Our objective is to see that the whole of Africa. Is progressing very systematically mm-hmm. in not only credit information sharing mm-hmm. but in also other pieces of the infrastructure, yes, like credit schemes and collateral registries. Yes, that's one of our objectives. Oh. Yes. Uh,
0: maybe finally, finally, what's your view on uh, I love to call them predatory mm-hmm. digital lending apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your view now that uh, you are the helm of this credit sharing? Uh, and uh, information sharing, what's your view on, on them?
1: Well, mm-hmm. um, yes. digital lenders are doing a great job. They are making access to credit uh, favourable to borrowers. Uh, small borrowers who need quick money are able to access credit. However, there are negatives uh, in many cases. The interest rates are high. The argument by the lenders is that um, you know, first of all, they are not able to do the kind of due diligence that banks use to minimise their risk. So you know, where the risk is high, they, yeah, must, sure. charge they must charge higher. Too. Number two, they don't always ask for. I mean, they don't ask for collateral. Yeah. So that is another risk they take. Yeah. Then um, you know, they don't get deposits from the public that are the chief source of financing. Okay. They are using owner's capital, which is expensive, so we must, uh, and then also, you know, the shorter the term of the loan, the higher the the cost, uh, cost, cost, because you see they are not guaranteed income for tomorrow. Yes. That is now tomorrow's transaction. Mm -hmm. For today's, it's a short-term loan, it it attracts a higher interest rate when you annualize it. The fourth reason they they, they give, which is also justifiable, Mm -hmm. but the kind of turnaround that most these borrowers who are in business yeah. their turnaround time is very short yes so in the morning maybe they will go to the market get yeah. some goods and by afternoon they are about to sell the amount and so they cannot give this person a long term loan when the their, 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 cycle, their yeah. business cycle is very short yes but the temptation to get out of good ethics has also become a concern um, you know, when you market loans to people who are of low income, and they are not financially literate on how they should take care and, um, and the consequences of default, and then you you know, share the default information to the Bureau and you're not fully briefed on what the implications of this are, okay. to that extent, then it is becoming a, a disadvantaged kind of lending. Beyond uh, that, um, if the debt collection methods are not regulated, then, you know, they are becoming insensitive to the consumers' uh, protection uh, rights and consumer rights. Okay. And to that extent, we recommend that um, we have a regulatory environment that will monitor how the digital lending is conducted. The government is looking into it. Okay.